the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In ancient times, everybody knew if there was a war because the armies would go out to the battleground, they would stand, they would fight, and there would be a winner and a loser, and everybody knew that there had been a war. But in modern times, wars and battles are being fought in new places like the Internet and in economic warfare. That's Pastor Leighton Sheely, Senior Pastor at Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, and he's continuing to present his study in the book of Matthew, and he'll be in the 8th chapter in just a moment. If you've missed past messages, well, go to the website and click on the media link on the homepage. The website is highlands.us. And if you have any other questions, call us at 650-473-4095. We call this daily visit, Study verse by verse. When you read in 2 Samuel chapter 11, the the chapter says, in the spring of the year, the time when kings go out to battle. Did you hear what was said? It's an introduction to the story that follows. But in the spring of the year, when kings go out to battle, there was a season for going to battle. There was a season for going to war. Well, recently, there's no longer a season for war. War is perpetual. It is day and night. It is the four seasons. It is whenever and wherever and perpetual. You will hear translates a form of the future tense that carries the idea of continuous hearing. It's not you will hear, it's you will continually hear about wars. They're going to be happening and happening and happening and happening. One newspaper article from The Guardian of Great Britain said, The 20th century was the most murderous in recorded history. The total number of deaths caused or associated by wars has been estimated at 187 million, the equivalent of more than 10% of the world's population in 1913. Taken as having begun in 1914, it was a century of almost unbroken war. The world as a whole has not been at peace since 1914 you will continuously hear about continuous wars and rumors of wars. I looked at that, and that's a really peculiar uh, description. What in the world is a rumor of war? Well, in ancient times, everybody knew if there was a war because the armies would go out to the battleground, they would stand, they would fight, and there would be a winner and a loser, and everybody knew that there had been a war. Everyone knew that there had been a battle. But in modern times, wars and battles are being fought in new places like the Internet and in economic warfare. Various countries are trying to dominate the global economy. Internet warfare is in the news almost on a regular basis. Just a few years ago, over 20 million uh, government employees had their files hacked at the Office of Personnel Management. And uh, there have been hacking as to the designs of, of, uh, of military aircraft. In the fall of 2014, both the State 
State Department in the White House was, was hacked, and uh, some unclassified email of the president was available. And all of these have been traced back to other governments, cyber espionage, cyber warfare. Do we hear about all of it? No, we don't. Are we at war? I don't know. There's a rumor that we're at war. You see, there was an article in the Canadian press that said technology becomes so indispensable when it breaks down people's lives, go haywire too. Technology is already controlling critical systems such as airline routes and electricity grids and financial markets and military weapons and commuter trains and street traffic lights and lines of communication. An essential service can go down and we may or may not ever find out that it was actually a cyber attack. Are we at war? I don't know. It's just a rumor. Interesting description. Now, there's a phrase here we must not forget. Jesus put it in here. He said, see to it you are not alarmed. When these things start to happen, when the political system worsens, when wars and rumors of wars happen, see to it that you are not alarmed. Alarmed about what? Well, when things start going chaotic, we can come to the conclusion God has lost control. God has not lost control. God is in control. And uh, these things, Jesus said, must happen. These things aren't happening because God has lost control. These things must happen as part of the unfolding of God's plan. Our responsibility is to be prepared to endure and to continue to preach. Verse 7, for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There'll be famines and earthquakes in various places. There are famines in the world today not for a lack of food capacity. The world has more than enough capacity to feed everyone in the world. The problem is not the capacity. The problem is the distribution system. And that's because of corruption throughout the global distribution system. He says famines are going to happen. That happens when there are wars and rumors of wars. Earthquakes are going to happen. I was told that last week while we were out celebrating the picnic, somebody felt an earthquake. It was either during the picnic or that weekend. So I went online to try to find out about that earthquake, and guess what I found out? I found out that Colma had four earthquakes within the last week, all 3.5 or, or, or less. Does it seem like the world is quaking more than it used to? Well, it is, according to studies. The average rate of big earthquakes, that is those with a magnitude larger than 7, was 10 in 1979. That accelerated to 12.5 in 1992, 16.7 in 2010, and doubled in 2014. It's accelerating. Large earthquakes happening is accelerating. According to Tom Parsons of the United States Geological Survey, we recently experienced a, a period that has one of the highest rates of great earthquakes ever recorded. Jesus said this is going to happen. And he said this is one of the signs of his soon return. In the parallel passage in Luke chapter 21, it references pestilences. And pestilence refers to diseases such as Ebola and AIDS and SARS and so forth. He says, Jesus says, in the last days, these kinds of diseases are going to become more commonplace. And part of that's made possible because of travel, and we're going to talk about that when we get to, to Daniel. Also, in Luke 21, it talks about fearful sights and great signs shall there be from heaven. Fearful sights is the Greek word phobotron, phobia, fear, or terror. What Jesus was talking about, there's going to be an increase in terrorism. Before he returns. And it's happening, folks. 
it's happening. And he, and he says in verse 8, all these are but the beginning of the birth pains. I was able to see my children uh, born. I was uh, talk with my daughter and my daughter-in-law, and what they told me is that things get progressively less comfortable the closer you get to the birth. And they're maximum right at that point of birth. Verse 9 says, Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you'll be hated by all nations for my name's sake, for being called a Christian. Now, we have it pretty good here in America because we have a Christian nation founded by Christian principles and so forth, but there are Christians in the world today in Muslim nations and communist nations that are imprisoned, tortured, and put to death because they declare their faith in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. And we're living in a time when it's becoming more fashionable to persecute Christians, even in our beloved country of the United States. Verse 10 says, And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. So as the persecution increases, people are going to fall away and betray and and hate one another. In fact, Jesus mentions three reasons why people are going to defect from their Christian faith. Uh, One is the price of persecution. Uh, The other is the deception of false teachers. And yet another is that sin is going to be very, very attractive. So when these things begin to happen, what Jesus is saying is people are going to betray one another. Husbands are going to betray their wives, wives their husbands. There's going to be uh, marriages and homes and churches and nations that are going to be torn apart from a lack of loyalty. Verse 11, and we know that divorce is on the rise. Verse 11, and many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. This is like the third time in just a a few verses that Jesus has mentioned this. False prophets are those who claim that they have a message from God, but in fact tell people what the people want to hear. They tickle the ears. They tell people things like, God wants you to be rich. Don't worry, there's no judgment and there's no hell. These are the kind of things these false prophets uh, say. Jesus says, don't Listen to their dangerous words. Verse 12, And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. Lawlessness will increase. Lawlessness is also translated wickedness. It describes a way of life that describes God's direction and God's law. The Antichrist in Second Thessalonians is called the man of lawlessness. And what happens is, as love grows cold, as people focus on themselves and their own desire. And what Jesus is saying here is that evil is going to escalate so rapidly and unashamedly that rather than people hiding their sin, they're going to flaunt their sin. The Apostle Paul described people of the last days in 2 Timothy chapter 3. He said, you should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times. For people will love only themselves and their money. That's pretty descriptive of most Americans today. They'll be boastful and proud. They want everybody to know about their accomplishments, whether they're real or imagined. They scoff at God. The Apostle Peter wrote, Scoffers will come. They will say, What happened to the promise that Jesus is coming again? From before the times of our ancestors, everything has remained the same since the world was created. They're disobedient to their parents. What's the significance of that? Our parents are the first respect for authority that we learn. If we don't learn respect for the authority of our parents, we will not respect any authority. They'll be ungrateful, never satisfied with what they have, always thinking they're entitled to more. They will consider nothing sacred, even a place 
where people have come together to pray, a church building. They'll be unloving and unforgiving. They'll slander others rampant in social media. They'll have no self-control. They'll be cruel. And they'll hate what is good. They'll actually call good evil and evil good. They will betray their friends. They will be reckless, meaning that they will not value life and health, either their own or anyone else's. And this is contributed to by this concept some people have that we're not created, that we're just an accident. And if we're just an accident, we're just here for a little while, we live, we die, it doesn't matter what we do or who we do it to. Pastor Leighton Sheely with Verse by Verse. And we'll pick up from this point tomorrow. This is a daily visit featuring the teaching of Pastor Leighton and Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. All of the messages in this series in the book of Matthew are available on the website highlands.us. Plus, you'll find information about service times, age-graded ministries, special learning opportunities, and Highlands Christian Schools. Check out the website and see what's going on at Church of the Highlands. That's highlands.us. Or give them a call at 650-473-4095. I'm Mike Trout. Have a blessed rest of your day. And come back tomorrow when we'll open the Word of God and study verse by verse.